Hey, welcome back to another Sankarshan Joshi trip. On this trip, we have Vishnu Ravi Prasad. He's a stand-up comedian. He's also one of the Bissabella Boys. Bissabella Boys is an improv trio. They perform a lot of shows. And Vishnu is also an actor. He's done a lot of theatre plays. And uh, this was a very, very fun episode to do. We spoke... about doing a podcast about my journey with this podcast because he he also hosts a podcast with the bisibele boys and we also spoke about stand up comedy and the technicalities of doing an improv comedy so make sure you guys check it out till the end <laughs> asankarshan joshi trip Sankarshan. I've been working on my intro. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I like, like your intro. I, I remember the yeah. uh, first episode with Sumuka. You didn't have an intro. I mean, I watched whatever 15-20 minutes of it. That's the intro, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you dropped a message and also. Yeah. yeah. No. Did, did I comment or something? No, I just texted you. Yeah, you dropped a message to me, like, personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. asking me to put an intro so yeah like honestly like i've considered that for a like a really really long time but i'm like this is so awkward you know like looking into camera and be like yo welcome to my podcast like it's you have to feel very comfortable to do that so i had to like go through all these episodes to get like that comfortable yeah and that whole thing about uh, you being comfortable in front of the camera i think it comes more with like self consciousness and self awareness that you you clearly understand that when you're on cam when you're in front of a camera you're putting on a face right yeah. like now i'm not me i am like more i'm not fully like putting on a face but i'm still i know i'm on camera i know i'm whatever on a podcast like that right so you, you have to be self conscious enough to understand okay i'm on camera i need to have this much to sell my product right hmm. the thing is uh, initially it's like you do theater yeah 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 you do theater same with stage also no yeah but the thing is uh, while you're performing you'll never know like on stage if you're performing you'll never know if your voice is loud enough or if it's low like it's it, it's same with podcast also like when you're editing that's when i realize oh i should have added like a bit more of excitement here or like i should have uh spoken closer to the mic or like because i don't have that audio interface where i cannot hear myself so like later on in the editing i'll have to know if i was loud or if i was like low so yeah i took like 18 episodes of self reflection and self improvement <laughs> yeah that's that's like the thing no when on stage you have people it's like one time thing there's nothing you don't it's not there for eternity yeah. you're doing this it's there for it to tend to look at it more because it's going up on the internet people are going to see it and it doesn't matter how many views you get yeah going to be on the internet so yeah you'll be slightly conscious about it on stage it's like a one time thing yeah so it's fine plus it's like multi dimensional on stage you know like you're acting and you're projecting your voice but with podcast it's just voice like now especially 
I don't know if you feel the same way that I've never seen anybody who like their own voice. Like when they hear the recording, it's like, why am I? Why does my voice sound like this? You become very self-critical, especially with voice, right? So yeah, yeah. like that yeah. thing. And when I'm editing, I have to hear myself over and over and over again. So now I am like, uh, I th- I feel like nothing can hurt me in life now because I've I've, I've <laughs> gone through my own voice so many times. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, even I edit BBB uh, videos and stuff, right? So some like you know some jokes, like we we rarely shot comedy. We only shot music videos and stuff like that. We rarely sh- we just shot one sketch series, which is uh, BBMP, which was written. Hey, before before not- we get into that, no, could you just explain yeah. like what BBB? Could you just Like from your own words, like what Bismillah yeah. Boys? Who are they? Okay, so Bismillah Boys, uh, we are an improv comedy trio from Bangalore. Started back in November of twenty nineteen. Not a uh, good time to start. Okay, uh, we we are India's youngest team, and uh, we are just uh, doing improv. And we then started doing music videos, comedy sketches. And like, if you have any corporate shows or college shows, contact us. No. Yes, contact BBB. I'm gonna leave the links in the description so you can contact them. Go ahead. Yeah. And we're just three comedy-loving guys doing comedy together. That's it. That's basically our uh, this thing. Why it started? No idea. <laughs> many people have asked like i know uh, for like official interview like when people ask we do have questions but honestly like i don't know it's just started you know first did uh, improv competitions we won we like okay let's put in money some money and like start see where it goes and oh, i'm very happy with where it is i'm happy with where it is but i i always wanted to produce my own comedy show uh up especially But then, like this was better. Like, I'll let you in on a secret, right? So for pass number one, which is which was our first, which was B B B's first show. I mean, I say B B B to dispel a boy. So anybody who's wondering. <laughs> so for our first show, there uh, was I. I think I still have that paper where I'd written the basic idea of what the show is going to be. Right? I'd written. Um, Uh, Vaishak opens, does crowd work, five to seven minutes. Uh, Avinash uh, comes in, he does seven minutes. His bit, he does, he does. He was doing this bit about uh, he's an he's a U.S. citizen, so he used to do this bit about uh, how uh, he came in and he still has an accent and how he gets ragged and stuff like that. Um, I think I still remember the joke where he said, uh, uh, I think. I think Andhra Pradesh is divided into three states: Andhra, Telangana, and South California. <laughs> so, uh, so st- uh, he had good stuff. Vaishak was really good with crowd work and like getting the crowd hyped up and stuff. That's why till date he's the guy who comes up on screen even in online. Not first he goes up on stage and does the by fifteen minutes. So that's thirty, and after that thirty minutes of improv. That was the plan, right? because we never thought that we could do one hour of improv we never knew that 
we had the capability to do one hour of improv because we we didn't know. And then when we started doing practice and stuff like that, then it it was like okay, Vaishak uh, and Avinash don't do stand up. Only Vishnu does fifteen minutes of stand up. We do forty five minutes of improv, right? This was like month a month before the show. This place, one and a half months before the show was thirty minutes improv, thirty minutes stand up. Then fifteen twenty days later, we were like uh, maybe fifteen minutes of stand up Vishnu does. Uh, Vaishak does two minutes of crowd work, and the rest is forty five minutes of improv. Then like uh, one like. few more practices happened we were like okay i guess we can do improv 60 minutes that's fine i i guess we can do and then we ended up doing 90 minutes of improv on stage so that's how it started so yeah i i think i still have that paper where i where i've written down the first show structure that i had in mind that i would <laughs> i want i just i didn't know vaishak and aminash also wanted to produce it and stuff invest money it was majorly like i was like okay i don't care if they don't I, i'll i'll invest money i had done some internship i had enough money just to put down one start, show put down one show and then those two were like yeah we'll also do and we split it and we made yeah order yeah yeah it's so beautiful like i'm actually proud of how far you guys have come because i was there when you guys were yeah. practicing improv even before you guys hit the competitions even before thinking about abysmally boys you guys were practicing in college and uh, like i've seen from there to i was there when you guys put the first show of like parcel number 1 that was the first abysmally boys improv show and it was hilarious like i could literally i was taking it all in you know like i was looking at all the people around they were all having so much fun and uh, i was so proud of you guys uh, like and it was it was amazing i had vaishak i have you now probably sometime in the in the future we'll bring the third visible boys uh, we'll bring avinash hopefully yeah yeah, yeah that is uh, bbb the podcast also yeah now we do live streams yeah. inspired by darshan so <laughs> I mean, like you guys always had it in you. Like Vaishak started a podcast and he kept it low key. He didn't like let it. He didn't market it. And uh, so I remember we both having a conversation when I started. Like after my first episode had come, you were like you wanted to start a podcast too, but you were still figuring out about what. Like you you wanted yeah. to do a design podcast too, since you have the design uh, background. And uh, yes. yeah, I was. I was actually like excited again as much as I was excited for your first show when you guys started doing the podcast because uh, I mean I can see where this could go like not like mm-hmm. even though you guys are doing it now uh, on uh, Zoom and then you guys do a YouTube live but I could la- I could see like where this could go in the future because it's a bunch of comedians who bring in like different guests from different backgrounds and you guys talk about that it's very interesting so yeah let's see yeah. where you guys go with that yeah let's see and like midway through your uh, like when you were speaking i realized that you have a audio platform as well now yeah. and i can't put my head <laughs> <to> say <laughs> 
because video yeah you nod your head it's now spotify if it's like some one person is talking for a long time without the other person it just feels like oh that person's not listening <laughs> yeah but i mean uh, like the thing with audio is that's how it's supposed to be you know like video is just for vanity sake so that people will will have a like when they're listening they need a face to imagine yeah so i think that's what youtube is for but yeah i hope a lot of people would will check the audio version out because right now most of the traction is with the youtube uh, mm-hmm. so yeah so how is your podcast thing going like what is your experience with that so far how many episodes are you guys down with uh with with we finished six yesterday so we do weekly nice. yeah in six weeks our podcast see yeah when i spoke to you when you did your first episode which was like long back to <laughs> september when was yeah, it i uh yeah it was around that time yeah like, october november 2020 right uh, feels like se- i think it's septemberish so yeah 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 oh september with one month away from september <laughs> one month away from July, one- august yeah it's been like it's going to be close to one year so yeah, yeah. okay but <laughs> then i was like okay design and like I, my my ideologies of design were shifting and stuff like that so like maybe i can do i can do like a team podcast and then at like one point then i got really busy they got abhinash and vaishak got really busy we didn't do a, a lot then i had like april and stuff suddenly i was too free and i was like let's just do it they were also pretty free because the second wave hit and like whatever touch wood everything was like uh touch wood yeah things were okayish so like people were bored people were locked down again it was like again april 2020 so like we were like okay let's just do it and this time we were like let's not keep agendas let's not keep any restrictions right let's just try to get different uh, guests from different areas instead of just it being comedians and let's not our aim is not to be funny that's it that was the only condition funny is not our aim our aim is good conversations mm. that's all so then we got on different tests we got you first we got designers we had like what was that ngo people from an ngo a couple of theater productions film buffs next week we have a good uh, guest as well so <laughs> so stuff like that and we just talk there's nothing we don't have questions in mind we just go and see where the conversation goes pretty much like this yeah yeah that's the risk you have to take right because <laughs> what what's uh, when you technically see it it's not a risk for us because we're like just live streaming it we don't care we're like yeah put it there see what happens if it happens it happens live it's almost it gives you the same rush like you're on stage mm. like now if you or me say something stupid or fuck up or whatever you can always edit it there you can't do that you are yeah. tend to you you have that stage con little bit of stage consciousness which is i think adds to the thrill of the whole podcast it does it does it, it definitely yeah. it does we have not figured out if it's a podcast it's called is this the podcast <laughs> yeah that's a nice touch of branding that you guys have given it there uh i mean uh, the, the the whole reason why i 
why I ended up editing is because of the like lag. Like when you use online mediums, right? There is so much fuck ups that comes with it. Like it's so weird. Like sometimes there is this weird lag or this cuts there, and when you are listening to that, it becomes pretty jarring. Like that's how I ended up editing. Like that's uh, like I never intended to edit my podcast, but slowly, slowly, slowly progress from there. It's e- even with. Uh, uh, this reminds me of how you guys uh, told me about when i was on your podcast also like the bbb is this a podcast so uh, we spoke about uh, when i asked you how you guys formed bbb and even uh, giving context when you were talking now about how you guys formed uh, the improv trio you guys yeah. always say it like it just it, like it happened like we never sat and we planned it through and uh, i think like most of the stuff like like good stuff that you're passionate about it always happens like that right like even with podcast also i never sat and planned that oh i will do a podcast and this is what it's going to be and this is what it should be i never planned out and it's just like let me do my first let me put my first thing out like there that. and yeah let me roll from there and even with you guys also it was like that yes yes it's always like that when you doing things that you like you end up just uh, doing it and then then seeing where it goes and what happens to it yeah i think like uh, analysis like leads you to paralysis something like there's a line for that where you sit and like analyze too much before you do it like a lot of people do that some no uh, even i am that category of person the people where i think before i do uh, most of the things uh, unless it's like some no i usually think like even with parcel move on i thought i thought about it from a very long time saying comedy show i want to produce so like the main bigger picture is always thought out something suggest instantaneous and even if you think you're doing it instantaneously i feel you still have put in some thought to it right yeah yeah i don't think we as a at a point where we have no thought but just do right like that we we have not thought about it and we just doing it but i feel most of the things are like thought of and and i'm i'm pretty sure it's a creative field that we are in we are also uh, classmates we classmates not before i'm like creating it I'm pretty structured in that way not a naturally designed person yeah i mean uh... like you always want to do good like if you like something let's say stand up or let's say improv or let's say maybe the podcast i'm always like i need to give my best so even though i'm just doing it instantaneously i i'm always in a mindset that i need to give my best like i need to give my best kind of so that's why yeah. like when i when i started off there is like so much that i had to learn because uh, that was the first time i was ever doing like i was putting out like some form of content out there and uh, like i had like zero knowledge about like how to go about it or, or or anything for that matter so yeah like i knew that i was not good enough like like when i started i 100% knew that like i need to learn a lot like like i need to get better at it but yeah i i never stopped doing what i was doing but i always knew how better i could get at it 
started because you wanted to do it and like you just started it out and then you figured it out now over the course of 15 16 episodes right yeah i mean like initially i started because i love having conversation with people which are not just about like gossip so like some some uh some yeah i like about that like every time even we both spoke like it was it was some quality content like every time we both spoke or every time i spoke with vaishak it was always about like either theater or acting or about like something that's happening in the world so it's like every conversation that i have had with people like they are always long and they are about something else like some topic so yeah probably that was yeah. the inspiration for me to do this so y- your six episodes down like what do what do you like what is your experience with hosting a podcast like how do you feel about it uh, till now we haven't had a guest guest right like we we've known everyone that we've spoken with till now mm. all we've known uh, everyone till now so then it's like fun it's like just talking with your friends you know like how you at like late conversations at like 2 am just that but you have to on a sunday afternoon at 2 pm that's it so uh hopefully next episode we'll have someone new that we don't know and uh, we'll see figure out something because you're now you're hosting me right yeah it's like a talk to you you're, you hosted sihi you hosted vaisha sumuka and stuff take walk right but when when you're hosting like some psychologist that the artisan guy that you sir the you limon yeah yeah people like that you'll 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 have to put in effort to host them because you don't know them you have to break ice you have to uh, understand his vibe you have to you have to not push your vibe onto them or if their vibe is not right you your uh, part of it is gone so then it becomes i think like a slightly tougher uh, space but till now six episodes honestly cake walk no But no issues like, see the form of content that you give out with the people that you know is also very different like uh, yeah. the, the level of comfort zone that you are in it actually brings so every time i bring in someone that i don't know i have minimum like half an hour talk on the call like so even before they come here i halfway through know that person like i build a certain amount of like friendship like before bringing him on the podcast but like with you guys whom i already know have a friendship uh with them i don't have to put in a extra effort to like break the ice but yeah like even with the psychologist or even with uh, this entrepreneur yeah. that i recently had uh yeah, yeah it's like minimum 20 to 30 minutes we talk like so i need to gauge what i could bring out from that person right like where is that person yeah. at like what's the so i need to have like a little points that i can see through the podcast so yeah yeah that's true do you make do you make notes uh i have started to like i have started to uh, like make notes uh, for the for the topics that i'm not aware of so uh, like when i had sihi we we talked about the toxic beauty culture so i didn't have any idea about the whole like the makeup culture the whole the beauty uh, norms the beauty culture 
so i did a lot of research for that before before, before getting there uh, because i feel that uh, we all are up, up to a point insecure with social media right like in social media has developed certain amount of insecurity so i thought that this is a very important topic that like everybody can relate to so that's why i had to put in like a little bit more extra effort to know where people stand or like what's happening in the world yeah social media man what, what do you think what is your take on social media and stuff you you yeah what's your take so i've made a decision with like regarding social media like long time back when i started hosting the podcast i said that there is no need for me to put my personal shit on social media so back then we i used to put like birthday posts like that's where i was so <laughs> like when i started hosting the podcast i've decided that i'm going to put stuff related to my podcast or related to fitness like i chose i would show only that part of me to the world through social media and nothing else because uh, i feel like there should be something constructive that should return back from social media if i'm doing something so yeah to you yeah to me constructive back to you yes okay. yes to me especially like it should add in like some form of value to me like i i started seeing social media more as a tool not as a simulated world so yeah what is your uh-huh. take uh pretty much the same like the, especially the tool part of it is pretty much the same because um, yeah i just think it's a place where i text people i put out content you leave that's just on whatever uh yeah i have also stopped doing all that birthday shit and stuff like that but yeah i, I put up uh, personal stuff as well now and then like go somewhere stories stuff like that but don't you choose to like put that as a social media person like you're curating that social media person are, are you conscious of it uh i don't have a social media personality i don't i don't think no i just put out whatever i feel like putting out if i feel like putting out a story some day i'll put it out if i don't i won't it's like that just it's just instant stuff i don't i don't use that much my daily average is below 1 and 1/2 hours so mine is 30 minutes like that is my like max average that's damn good <laughs> i mean good. it's very no, entertaining though like like now no, i thought i thought i thought mine was like yeah, i thought 1 and 1/2 hours i'm like a saint just 30 minutes you are you're too good <laughs> no it's like that's the average like some days i use zero some days it's One and a half hours. Use zero. Yeah, some days I don't. Yeah. The day I host podcast, I I use zero social media because I spend like hosting it take couple of hours, then editing it takes a couple of hours, then like so like the day goes by with me putting efforts in uh like like editing and all just, that with the podcast. Just Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now uh like this is what I feel like with BBB, right? Social media. Are you guys planning on going on LinkedIn? or like use like facebook or any other forms of social media what, yes. what is your take yeah, on that facebook we do facebook we do linkedin not yet we do okay we so you guys do corporate shows we right have. yeah corporate shows that's what they no stand up like usually these corporate shows what they do is uh, they'll want you to give your script to them oh before because they would want to see if you don't have 
controversial stuff, you don't have political stuff, you don't have uh, swear words and stuff like that, right? And with improv, it's very tough to do that. Uh, you can't tell them, no, sir, we do only PG-13, we do whatever, whatever. But it's still that, that gap is there because not many people still know what improv is in India, right? So that's why corporate is tough. But yeah, college and all, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, how do you, how do you place that in your personality? Like, because when it comes to improv, like, I, I've seen you guys perform. It's like you three cover like different aspects and you three come as a whole. Like you, you, you guys don't fight like in one direction. It's like you all are so unique and your style of comedy, let's say even stand up to improv. It's so unique that you guys don't overlap each other. Like you guys cover like different territories. So, uh, when you do corporate shows, is there a part of you that like you suppress and like you put forth like different part of your different comedic uh, thing, comedic phase or like, how's it? We've done only one corporate show till now. We've done only college shows, few college shows. But uh, in general, I'll answer that question. In general, yeah, three of us, different types of comedy, different types. But... It doesn't matter if you're doing corporate, college, or street. When you're performing, it's not you performing. You're put on a face. You're put on a comedic face. As simple as that. Right? It's, it, get that immediately. Now, if you, if you snap your finger, I can get into that comedy face. Now, it's like that. Right? So, it's always anything, dude. Any, like, Stand-up comedy, it's the same thing. You think stories, anecdotal comedians, stories like that actually happen to them. 5% of it would have happened. <laughs> everything, else, everything else is writing. Right? So that's why it's all when you're doing theater. There you are already a character. So you're, that's okay. But <laughs> people don't um, is theater. You're not you perform. You I, like I know a lot of people these like nowadays the whole concept bringing your emotions and stuff like that it's like big thing now especially with Bo Burnham no I really like Bo Burnham right like great really like him but at some point I feel it's just too much yeah. right like so, uh, bringing in I know it's theater and it's like a different form of comedy but uh, yeah, I've said this a lot of times in our podcast and like I think even I said it to you as well. When it comes to stand-up especially, right, I'm, I'm like a very, I'm like a purist, right? I think stand-up is meant to be in, in a way and it's meant to be done in a way. It's meant to be perceived in a way. It's a very structured art form. It's not, it's not like abstract art where you draw triangles and rectangles and be like, oh, that's, that's the Red Sea, that's the Caspian Sea. No. It's a very structured art form. I think. That, that's just my personal opinion that it's a very structured. That doesn't mean that I don't enjoy um, comedians who are not structured. I, as I said, definitely enjoy watching Bo Burnham I know his songs by heart. I enjoy watching, say, someone like George Carlin was pretty like political and stuff. I, I don't like political comedy. Not a big fan. 
of political comedy or anything edgy and dark because i feel like edgy so oh, fuck it like i fucking hate edgy stuff right because at one point it just feels like a hey, come on like th- these jokes work when you're in a group of friends you're 15 of you and you're sitting and you're like cracking these it's funny but don't do that when but that's it so some uh foreign comedians western comedians don't do shit like that anymore at least uh, they have never done it and they still don't few indian comedians still do it few a a list indian comedians still do it i know i am not like anywhere close to them to even comment on them but i i feel i have followed indian comedy since 2014 and i've been in indian comedy since 2006 at least make small comments on it so because uh, yeah i get irritated when someone who doesn't know comedy or not even followed comedy comes up and tells some call comment to me right i i don't like it like i know it's like suggestions hey come on like if someone who's watched comedy i don't care if they're not funny if you watch comedy since say 2015 that's when you're following it till now that guy knows more comedy than any comedian who started one year back and who's done One two hundred shows, right? It's just exposure. True, true. And I think that uh, <clears throat> you say uh, that like you can like instant you put a comedic face. Like you can literally do that. I agree with that too. Like I've told a yeah. lot of is like he can put on a comedic face like you can literally do that but with vaishak it's like very different like vaishak he is like like even if you have like a 10 minute talk with him in that you laugh like three four times like like generic talk of the way how vaishak talks is like that but with you it's yeah. like you have a uh, different like personalities in you like you have that like designer you can critique you can analyze you can uh yeah like th- that form of you and then there is like a candid funny uh like like that th- that type of personality and, and and you can do that switch but vaishak is like he's like one personality like even though he can like when he's directing a play he's like a very different personality and like when he's acting in a play it's like a different personality but with comedy i feel like he's very like like uh, whole whole with that yeah that's the thing with me is like a more internal comedian like he brings his emotions to the stage stuff like that which still which works which, yeah, that's yeah. why it makes right personally i believe yeah, it's fine it doesn't matter uh, at the yeah, end of the day she's like that yeah apnash is also pretty like he's also pretty natural he's also pretty like vaishak He's like very expressive. Like he has this personality, you know. Like I feel that amongst you three, that you can distinctively tell. Like Avinash has a very like <clears throat> standing out personality kind of uh, uh, guy. He is. He's a more expressive. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. is. He is. Like few stuff he does, like props and stuff. Vaishal, like tooth. I think recently in some I interview. I see we interview not recent long back it just feels like recent uh they What's asked ICB? Oh, they are impro- 
like a comedy improv comedy team in bangalore they've been there for like 5 6 years now so basically they uh, when you when i think about it i feel why funny like absurd stuff and avnash is great with his body language bringing in props bringing in building scenes and stuff like that so yeah i think all of us have different different personalities yeah. that's you said the beginning as well right Yeah. You you've been comedy for a while as well, right? If I'm not wrong, I appreciate comedy a lot. Like uh, I cannot appreciate. Yeah, like even like I had this phase where I like talking, and like when I'm being like that's, can, that's, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so uh-huh. like I, I I like talking, and then like sometimes in my family or every time we gather, like I am kind of the funny guy. So even like I had this phase where I was like. should i try like stand up comedy or like i wa- no sorry i want to try stand stand up comedy like i don't know if i'm good at it or not but later on i realized that's a different ball game like like i tried writing a bit but uh, it's very crisp right like writing a bit is very crisp like you cut out all the extra bullshit i'm more like a podcast guy than like a stand up guy like you can talk for like hours you can put like fillers you can put that but but writing a stand up bit is very like crisp you cut out extra bullshit you just nail the joke and then you segue to another joke you nail that joke even i believe in that stand up needs to be bits needs to be crisp needs to be written down needs to be metered like music and delivered with perfection otherwise it's not going to be good or i i used to be like that i used to write like go perform see how it feels word that word is not working can i remove that word can i change that word can i make that word funnier or can i pause on that word i used to be like that then yeah it takes a lot of effort i realized that i mean like uh, skill set also i don't have fully i have maybe 50% of it but uh, effort and that dedication not dedication that effort i would love to put in that effort but just that i i procrastination takes over hmm. i guess plus i mean like you have to have it in you though like it's even though even though you can learn how to write a stand up uh, bit even though you can learn how to perform stand up comedy you still have to have it in you like when you see uh seinfeld right like when you see him his his stand up comedy he talks about the most silliest shit ever like he can just talk about shoelace and he can do a bit about that like that level of observation and that level of empathy that see if you have to do a stand up bit about a shoelace you have to put yourself in that shoe right like you have to think from that perspective about yeah. your life you need to have that in you man like you have to have that dent in your brain for sure uh-huh. yeah that's true but yeah science fail yeah what am i saying worship him technically yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and that's why you know sometimes i would never want to meet him because i feel he's like a, he's like the worst fucker in the world but uh, uh, but yeah his comedy pretty Did brilliant you see that video where uh, kesha the singer she's like like can i hug you can i hug you he's like no no yeah, he no. says no yeah yeah i know <laughs> and then later he says i don't know stuff. who she is like why should i hug her he just does comedy he doesn't care about anything else that's the face 
comedy is a fake income outside it doesn't, doesn't matter right i mean uh, you have to be a nice guy obviously first but it doesn't matter if he's like not a ginkesha or he's not uh, or say i don't know i feel no, it's but i think like, when it comes to celebrities right like the personality matter a lot like uh, so let's say you are a good stand up comedian but if you like every good stand up comedian they have a branded personality like how do i explain like kenny sebastian right he has his own like like personality like that, that is very iconic to him there is kakanan there is kevin hart right they have this own like personality so people should like you like now i like kenny sebastian as a like person like i kind of like him like i listen to his podcast so i like him so even though he does like a silly joke i laugh my laugh i laugh my ass off yeah so <laughs> so i because i have a context to his personality yeah. so yeah. i think that if you have a shitty personality let's say uh, like kevin hart right like he had an affair like he has he had a scandal that had come out so like when you go listen to him during that mm-hmm. phase like where his scandal had come out i feel like you will not enjoy his stand up as much or this is what i'm assuming because it's like uh, you have to like that person in order to enjoy what they're doing even with act- actors also what do you think half an up i guess because at the end of the day it is the person you have to be a good person that's like the end goal of it i guess but uh, yeah uh, it's basically separating the art from the artist mm. no so sometimes it's okay to separate the art from the artist um like say kamala sin right he is he is not like a he is he is had like multiple affairs like whatever is been but it doesn't mean personal life not, has been like shitty yeah i think that doesn't mean it's not a good artist it's probably the greatest artist india has ever seen right so it's like that sometimes it's okay to separate the art from the artist sometimes like if it goes overboard that's when it needs hey you have to think otherwise i think i've always seen art and artists separately because i don't know if it's because i've been in that artist field for like whatever 3 4 5 years now that i know that when you you are on stage you are a different person you are not the same person because you are in the game yeah i of course kenny sebastian has a podcast he's he's saying it's like unfiltered and he's being like the amount of filtering that would have gone through in that in simple ken is too much true true i mean yeah. like that's not like completely him but yeah that could be like a polished version yeah. of him yeah so it's nothing on the internet is real i feel bonum i he could put in put out the most self conscious most uh, like a uh, special that makes you think a special that makes you like uh, analyze special that the dead opposite of it right and you can still create content like that correct like it doesn't 
I've I've seen people like I'm. I don't know. I might get into trouble if people watch. No, I won't say. Were you about to bring a celebrity's name up here? I don't care if I bring in a celebrity's name. I, I, me saying some. You just stopped yourself from saying. Like, just give a brief of what yeah. that is. No, I'm just saying that art and artists can. Yeah. Unless it's super bad, like the artist super bad, then no, that's bad. That's wrong. or like seinfeld kind of thing and all like i've heard people say oh seinfeld is not a nice guy and stuff like that i've heard people say oh uh, john mayer cheated on taylor swift so i don't like john mayer yeah calm down like i think that doesn't idealize right like that's where we all come from like let's say if i like an actor if i call myself as a as that actor's fan that means that i'm idealizing that person like when i'm idealizing that person it's like that person is like a god to me like that person is unreal that person is but, but do you respect the art or the artist i mean like when, like just to like artist personality it's like i worship them like you keep them on a pedestal right like let's say like just a random example so you're worshiping the artist not the art uh i think that you start liking someone initially because of their art but then you kind of become their fan like you start like putting them on a pedestal like it's a combination of both it's like you like uh, that artist because of the art and vice versa like you like once you like that artist no matter how shit the the person put you still like that art it's like it's like though it it goes both ways if i like an actor if i like him that means that mm-hmm. even if you make shitty movies i still like those movies because i like that actor yeah yeah, yeah like, makes sense makes sense sometimes it's like that sometimes it's like that. yeah do you do you i think that you come from a very uh, like very mindful perspective like uh in order to sit and analyze that everybody has flaws and what part of this person am i liking like you need to be at a very like no, no, no. yeah yeah i mean like when you say that you are segregating the artist and the art and you're looking at those two as something it's only when it it is only when like if it's like a small thing right if it's only like a small thing then it's okay like uh, he didn't hug kesha huge seinfeld fan right he didn't hug kesha he's he's technically slightly rude right that's his personality per se he is rude in real life you can see okay but if it's if it go, if it goes overboard if he had slapped kesha or something like that then it's wrong but would you that's stop what... liking his art if you had stopped kesha like that, that's my question I, i i would i would feel come on man you can't do that like yeah but would you stop liking his art i'll feel bad for liking his art ha i'll feel like chat like you can't be that good and do shit like this like say uh, <laughs> you do something you do something then i'll be like hey look like it just it just hurts like oh man thanks yeah now it, it it i can't after that you can't enjoy the art yeah without like, getting that thing in your head yeah, yeah. to you know the other thing about uh, like avinash i i like i think you three have this thing which i'm about to say i think that i see that more in avinash's when you when you shit right like let's let's say me doing this podcast let's say i'm talking 
and halfway through i started like baba da 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 like if i start like mumbling and i and i start shitting my ability to come back like my ability to take a left turn and then like make that like like make something good out of that let's say avinash doing an improv he does something sh- bullshit or if he starts blabbering something he'll he'll turn that into something else like he yeah. will ca- cover his shit up like like by saying something yeah. else or by acknowledging that and making that a funny part yeah. that's true so like do you think that you need to have that ability for like in order to be like a stand up comedian or an improv comedian like you need to have of that of course in- of course you need to have because like at, at least in improv even stand up you get it's not 100% of times that you and your partner are on the same page right you are figuring out what page you are on together times will take time and sometimes if you feel sometimes you have to let go and be like okay i'll follow him and when you're following him your entire perception of the scene changes and you're following that scene suddenly to say you're like say you're uh, you're playing right handed bat, batsman you and you're playing right handed and suddenly they're like you can only play left hand now you're taken you've taken like the extra wicket so you have to play left handed now it's like that suddenly you are left handed you don't know what to do you, you your right hand is on top you don't know how to play it's like that and you have to adjust and you have to like learn to reverse sweep that's that's like how it is in improv when you are switching situations and like suddenly you are put into such situations yeah we do practice and stuff that's what we practice is sync is what is important in improv true 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 i think that i think that's the most like crucial part about doing improv comedy is when like you said right i can just imagine myself like being there where you have one narrative that you want to go and then if the if if your other like improv teammate takes mm-hmm. it in another direction you mm-hmm. need to uh, have like you shouldn't be like egoistic and you shouldn't be that i want to go this my way you need to think about how is this bit coming out as a whole to the audience so you need to right. be able to prioritize if uh, which is on the go like you shouldn't overlap his bit or you shouldn't like it is like doing like podcast in a way like that part where you need to know like which part to let it free and then when that part hits a plateau you need to be able to like take a left turn from there it's like you need to be in a very cohesive holistic environment as a team so what other parts do you think is imp- like crucial to do improv comedy like from your experience what are the like the key points um understanding of each other you need to know what what is comfortable what is not comfortable sometimes doing uncomfortable shit is funny uh sometimes it's okay also but like some most of the times it's not it's, it's you just don't do you don't go into scenes that like the other person doesn't like or like the memories with it and stuff like that you, you tend to not go into that those scenes because it's not fair it's not fair first even if it uh, say I, i do that and it's funny it's not fair for the partner for the uh, my partner on stage right like i i might as well just be the scene not be funny 
I would take that than disrupt the relation on stage because that is going to be important. That's improv, right? And improv, you are going to be making mistakes. You're going to be not funny and stuff. So I think that is very important. The relation between you and your teammates, your they call players in improv. You're you're called players on the stage. So you're you ballers. and your players. Yeah, not ballers. Players. That's it. <laughs> you and your player needs your players need to be having an understanding of each other and know what's comfortable, what's uncomfortable, especially with physical comedy and stuff like. Yeah. So stuff like that is very important. Other than that, just adapting to situations, man. Just it doesn't have to be. You don't need to be good with one-liners. You don't have to be. Uh, you don't have to be funny with punchlines and stuff. You can be funny with situations. You can be funny with the ideas that you bring in. I can. I can be like, or I can say, uh, "Did you do?" You? I. I can feel like, "Hey, do you want to drink water from this bottle?" I can say, uh, "Hey, dude, you know what? There's uh, there's some." Some uh, pink color liquid in this, dude. Can you can you taste it? It tastes little bit. It tastes little bit like uh, like Gatorade. You're doing weird stuff. You're exaggerating stuff. You're doing stupid shit and like then figuring out what to do. And when I say, oh, it's like pink Gatorade, and he can be like, hey, no, hey, you're drinking Jellucil from one liter bottle, like that. So it it's it's like that. You, know, you you exaggeration is very important. You don't have to be funny, one line yeah. funny. You stand up funny it's a different type of funny that needs to come out yeah plus and you guys calling yourself player it makes absolute sense because players belong to a team and when you all are performing as a as a stand up trio or a stand up team sorry as an improv team improv trio improv team you guys work as a team and the other thing is uh, every stand up comedian wants or like every comedian wants to be the funniest person right like they want a crack joke like they want their statement to get more laugh but with improv it's more like a table tennis game it's like you have to build up for that joke and that like the landing punchline or the landing joke anyone in your team could say so even though the person who lands the joke gets the limelight the person who built up the joke is like equally or more important if you ask me to like to yeah. take it there so you need to have like less ego like you should you should be more of a more of a team player in that aspect like what do you think about that table tennis it more, more than single table tennis it's like double table tennis because you know double table tennis right you have to take it and the next person has to take the next ball that's how it is so it's like that who in that team in that doubles team even if he hits the ball and he smashes the ball and he wins both of them get the point it's like that that's a good analogy i have never thought about it in that way when you said table tennis i felt oh yeah it's like doubles table tennis where or volleyball take, huh or volleyball where like one person lifts the ball and the other person like smashes, smashes it right? yeah so it's like that it's like you give it give it give it whoever hits it hits it you don't know like like i can pick it usually it's like the front guy who smashes it right in volleyball then up he jumps higher and he smashes it can smash it it's like that anyone can take at the end of the day the team wins yeah doesn't matter or dhoni hit 100 india won right so it's like that 
yeah i think yeah yeah it, it it makes like so much sense plus like i feel like if you do improv there is so many things that you learn from it that you can apply to any instantaneous form of art that you do so let's say i listen to this fitness podcast and uh, so they have a format where like the first half of it they talk about like current events or like whatever is happening in their life and the next part of it they do q and a where like uh, people ask them questions related to fitness and they, these are like bunch of trainers who host this podcast and it's called mind pump so these people right like th- th- these people they they do improv like they have a, they bring in like once a week or they, they bring in like improv trainer and they actually like uh, train they, they do like couple of improv exercises before mm-hmm. doing their podcast so that that gets them rolling that that keeps them funny they now they know how to be uh, instantaneously funny or like uh, they can improvise from any situation so that adds like so much value to the podcast as a whole like their podcast so yeah. there's so much you can learn from improv and apply it to real life yeah that's true yes and is a very important thing like the base of improv is yes and and i think that can be put into like normal life also yes and anything and move forward that's to build a conversation it. you have to not just build a conversation anything right like, something happens you can't fix it like you can't you can fix it of course you can't be like oh no it happened you have to be like yes it happened and and what do i do so yeah i i think that we were called on to like some corporate thing where we were like we had to talk about improv and stuff and i um, abhinash was busy he had some presentation some even vaishak and avinash both were having exams vaishak had finished his like half an hour before that thing and avinash was right at that time okay so it was just uh, the two of us and we went on saying oh yes and is very important to life like oh like how yes and can be put into life uh, you put it to difficult situations you put into situations that you don't know but you're going to say yes and you're going to meet characters and stuff like that so improv life guys and stuff. <laughs> so but genuinely it's true uh, we were 20 19 19 20 back then it's funny when that happens but now when you think about it it's like pretty real like improv ideologies can put in can be put into life like like yeah actually yes and instead of seeing what what happened or oh no this happened it's like you have to accept what has happened and you have to take it from there even with improv let's say i am pa- part of your trio or let's say i i, I am invisible boys and i say like terrorists just dropped a bomb like i just mm-hmm. said that mm-hmm. you guys have to accept what i said and you guys have to do something you guys can't deny what has happened like what has been told like if scenario is set you guys can cannot escape from the scenario so i think like given that, that is applicable to real life let's say shit has gone down i cannot change what shit has gone down i have to accept and i have to improvise based on what has happened to put on a good yeah. show yeah yes and what to do it's they say yes and always it's just two words that any improv you go to basics of improv to any body they'll be like yes and that's all okay 
बट आई फील इज इट्स येस एंड वॉट येस एंड वाई येस एंड हाउ येस एंड वेन everything but it's like improv they it's usually questions and answers to them yeah life i guess questions yeah. and answers we all are improvising right we all are improvisers of our own life like we all we all have to deal with our own shit as they come shakespeare didn't say that uh, for uh, nothing i believe all the world's stage and we're all mere players you know a lot of spiritual uh, texts in india say that like a lot of them they just say that uh, we are just like an actors and we are all in a play like directed by that's been set up in a lot of spiritual uh, spiritual what is it called like books or like spiritual yeah whatever it is since since we are uh... since we are C- people from cbsc we don't know about indian spiritual stuff but we do know william shakespeare <laughs> yeah william shakespeare he is one his someone should make a biopic on his story man is there a biopic on his story some over enthusiastic british guy could have done it by now <laughs> but i feel like his his entire uh, I think he became more famous after he died. Like that's what I feel. Like yeah. while he, like nobody gave a shit while he was alive. But yeah, a lot of people consider so. him spiritual. You know, like even though like whatever he's done, like even though even though he might not have said anything like outright spiritual, but like all of the shit that he's written, there is a like a spiritual aspect to it. Like like how do you deal with life? Or like you can you can extract. like so many things from like whatever he said and applied like spiritually i i i genuinely like that poem of his uh, all the world's a stage we're all but mere players and stuff in stages of life in infancy your then your whatever sun stages and then you're back to infancy in, at the end of your life right I really like that, and uh, in CBSE you are taught a lot of stuff, right? And I think that which is all the world's stage, and but we are uh, we are, and we are just mere players. Uh, It's very, uh, huh. you know what this reminds me of. It it and that also I guess, like that whole thing, all the world's stage is applicable only if you like believe in God, and I pretty much believe in God. So and I know you also believe in God. So yeah, that's why I told you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Vaishak loves mythological stories, but he has a very different perspective of if God exists or not. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what he sees. He sees them as stories. Yeah. Because that storyteller it as God stories. He just sees it as yeah. J R R Martin wrote Game of Thrones. Veda Vyasa wrote Mahabharata. It's like that. <laughs> he's very his his perspective is very different like the way how he like a lot of people know him as this funny dude because he do, he does improv with you guys 
but there is a different side to him like there is a director side to vaishak dat like a lot, if, if he has been on my podcast like twice people can go check the both episodes and they'll take away so many things from it especially with indian mythology like recently we did about morality and mythology like a lot of stories like we see as right or wrong like let's say in in mahabharata something has happened and we see that as oh this is right because krishna did this oh this is wrong because some villain character did this he sees what krishna did what the villain did with zero bias he sees that art versus the artist yeah like like he sees that and it's very interesting if you talk to him about that so yeah very 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 cool and you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of when comedians be serious it hits you like when when it's like when you talk about like spirituality or like whatever we have talked so far it's like when funny guys talk about something serious you will listen like like for some weird reason it it uh, it comes it's out because this. of its off personality hmm. uh, that's that because yeah i have always said this multiple times I've, a lot of people know as well like at least like friends who i've spoken with for some time know that uh, off stage vishnu and on stage vishnu are different right very different But see you for the first time on stage think you are like that off stage also stupid like i wouldn't be be on stage that's it don't come down stage and come don't come out of stage and be that person because that person is different that person would be annoying off stage in for real life that person would be irritating on stage you are giving a altered reality that's why it's good so yeah it's it's, it's the shift in personality that makes it uh, even if i'm talking bullshit it'll feel like oh serious that's why comedians get into a lot of shit i am not considering myself a big comedian I'm not considering myself a comedian also first off but even if they say something slightly serious things it's get because it's because uh, have you seen fatherhood on netflix kevin hart's movie kevin hart yeah like yeah, he acted yeah. in that and uh, like when you see him in a serious role right like it it mm-hmm. hits you That, that's the first point and this and the second point is uh, comedians can yeah. act like they can fucking act i like, like if i've seen like so many comedians in south india been like in in south indian movies in north indian movies or western movies in like any movies comedians can do like a psychopath level acting roles also and they can do comedic roles also they have such versatility in the way they act simple most simple clear example is jim carrey did ace ventura and he did eternal sunshine of the spotless mind like like how he did butt talking in ace ventura ventura and eternal sunshine of the spotless mind oh all that range yeah. even steve he did office and he did big shot yeah he did have you seen uh, the movie the wrestler movie i don't know what the name is uh, jake gillenall one no 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 the one with uh, channing tatum as a wrestler uh, there is uh, mark walmerg is uh, channing tatum's brother it's basically the story where these two are wrestlers like olympic 
medal winner mm-hmm. wrestlers and mm-hmm. uh, he goes to you know they go to this training camps like ufc fighters like boxers they go to training camp so they go to this training camp uh, of this like rich dude so that character is played by uh, uh, what's the name you just told me the office steve carell yes steve carell steve carell yeah and and he's the villain of the movie so huh. you should see him act in that it's very very different it's like funny people like people who has that range right like they have the ability to go in the opposite direction also yeah yeah in our play uh like you weren't there to watch my play because you guys were doing that corporate show it was timed very weirdly huh. so in that uh, one of my co-star like manik so he he had this character like he had to play this character who thinks of himself as an as a as a really as a narcissistic actor basically who thinks that he is really cool who thinks that he is uh, yeah. he's like a very like walking phoenix level actor so the we the, the level of exaggeration that he had to like put out uh, so basically i tried doing that character but i couldn't man like that level of exaggeration you have to put like in order to play that like loud mouth narcissistic actor you have to play that character it's very very hard like if you could in a movie if you see some like let's say a trance character who's like overly expressive that character is hard to play what do you think about that yeah i guess that's true but uh, then again my uh, my concept of acting is also pretty that also differs like i as i said like structured i i don't character eat for breakfast today i act like that i'm not like that i read the lines from the lines i know what the character feels like i know what the character would be like what the character would sound like that's the most important thing sound and like the body language is the most important thing right so then i just go about it i don't think oh oh maybe this i don't give back stories to characters i don't see oh what would the character do in this situation what would the character do in that situation i don't see that what would the character do in the situation that's been written there's there's nothing that's going to matter it does you're doing it for the audience right for the audience it doesn't matter they're not going to visualize so oh, i can see this character in that situation maybe in that situation this character would have reacted like that it doesn't matter if you didn't react properly in that situation that the script demanded so in that manner i'm very like structured i know you're not like a very structured actor i know you <laughs> like you are like you think about the character which is which is a lot of, which is what a lot of people do and sometimes i felt like in my beginning stages of acting professional acting in bangalore especially wrong like am i taking it too lightly because i used to take it very lightly i used to learn the lines just be like yeah i know it i know my character and i i i used to play with play it and i didn't like the director wouldn't say a lot of things so i was like why am i am i taking it too lightly and people used to think oh they used to do exercises of like make coffee for themselves how the character say go wear their shoe 
like stuff like that it's like actually like proper living type like method ah, living type. character it's not it's not method acting it's just method acting is getting into the car- like that yeah, yeah 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 that's different what would yeah. the character do in different situations and all they think i tend to not do that a lot i tend to i to- i agree and disagree with you like on on this because first i'll tell about the disagreement part and then i'll tell why i agree with what you said so i recent my last play that i performed was directed by vaishak dat and i i played this character where often of a, a victim of abuse by his own father so yeah. it's like outright physically abused like uh, violence but sexually abused that's a question mark like that's left to the audience to assume whatever uh, they can like that was such a emotionally like bearing uh, performance like in a sense i like it was very emotionally draining like after every practice i had to like go back to my room and then i had to relax because like there is so much the things that like, like i had to cry i had to like scream i had to like it was very like emotionally draining initially me even when i auditioned for a lot of plays i would never prepare like i would i would completely go on there completely be like a natural at it and i would believe on my emotional instincts like i i would believe in me like getting emotional and bringing the character out like i would rely on that aspect of it but the problem with that is some days you don't actually feel emotional like uh, like i while practicing for the play uh, with vaishak initially i would rely a lot on my emotional like like i would rely on my instinct like i will be- get emotional like i'll start crying then i will do it i don't have to like practice i don't have to prepare but after like two three practice i realized that emotion is not very new to me like i'm not getting emotional with the same uh, self talk like i was not getting emotional at all so then i had to work on my method like that's when i agree with you like i had to work on my behaviors i had to rely on my practice i had to rely on my process to reach there not on pure emotion so yeah like i kind of agree with you there if you want to sustain as an actor you got to believe in your practice to reach there but if you are a newbie if you're very like like new what are you doing you're very you rely on raw emotion so yeah like i yeah. agree with you there yeah yeah that's that's true it's like it's like create i don't i i've always this i always do this silly thing of dismissing creative things as subjective like it's it, there's no there's no black or white with creative things right it's always gray. so that's why like you it's not that you have to be just this process oriented guy right? you need to have sometimes it's good to have those like those real emotions right and it helps like maybe it gives you that extra edge maybe if i had that that real if i am able to bring in real emotions into my characters when i'm doing a play i might be a big actor who knows so like there's always that subjective gray area to creative things yeah till now uh my opinions change over a while and till now my opinion hasn't changed uh, regarding this particular thing at least that uh, acting is a very process oriented 
Mm. Structured uh, thing. I think that maybe uh, it will. Like true, like there's a lot of individual variant. Like each person, I think that you have to pick up whatever process, and you have to make it yours. Like you have to make it what works for you. To me, what works is no matter what my character is. If my character is a happy character, if my character is a sad character, if my character is one depressed ass, like no matter what the character is, I always listen to sad songs before my play. Like, like I always. like to me that works because i always bring my emotion down to zero so like even if i have to get happy the graph builds from there like if let's say if mine is a sad character like i like my graph from there it goes down yeah but do you do that as a super do i do that as a sentiment like like at this like since you have done you have you are pretty like you have done a lot of plays do you think it's like you've done it once and it work that you do it as a superstition or uh, does it like help you in the process no it does it does the thing Getting is your zero uh like the, the part that more it it helps me with is it's not mostly with the character it's my personal like ha, me as ha, a person ha. like it 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 makes me serious about it you know like this is not a joke like me performing ha. here is not a ha. joke and, and i also think about uh like sad shit that has happened to me over the period of time so i'm like me being here is is it, it's so much of a blessing to me that like there's so many people who could have been here watched me perform but they're not here like all the like i think of all of that that brings me back to being in the moment and actually taking the moment like very seriously and like that's like the personal aspect like me it, it like me mm-hmm. help Yeah, like it would help. Yeah. Sorry, what? I meant like it's like for your personal thing. It's not the character. It's for Sankarshan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, when I'm at that point, then I start thinking about like the character. Let's say, oh, I'm like so. Basically, I remove happy emotion. I remove sad emotion. I have uh, to be sure. in a place where I am neither happy nor sad. Like I, I make take sure. that. I take myself to if I'm getting happy. i think about sad thoughts if i'm like very sad that day if i woke up sad i think about a little bit happy memories i have to be in like i'm not happy i'm not sad kind of state there i kind of like tends to like i build uh from there that's true that's true yeah no, not in general just before getting on stage and stuff like that no 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 i don't have any like superstition no i don't do you yeah i have i have quite a few To be honest, I don't know if <laughs> in a superstition at this point, uh, but I think it's a superstition more than a routine. Uh, I've uh, I always drink one bottle, one small bottle of Coke, always before going on stage. I've uh, I've I've always drank before going up on stage. Any you any always drank what? Coca Cola, that small bottle of Coke. uh before going up on stage uh, this just for professional stuff like if i'm doing professional bbb show or like uh, like some college competitions and all i don't do this i don't have superstitions for that uh that i do and uh, before i have this little like i just for like 2 minutes i'm just like blank and i'm like just you know i i don't have anything in my mind i'm just like moving my body like 
freeing up i'm stretching myself to you know like stretch my body like that and uh, i touched the stage uh, since i believe in god i touched the stage before going and you do this like uh, no you know like no not that much just whatever not right yeah, i that's- think that that's how all that's how all religious practices come in it's all about it's not about you believe in god or not it's about you respecting the form of art in a very weird way like yeah. let's say you want to go on stage and you are praying before going on stage that means that you are uh like you worship the form of art like like in a different way like it might you you pray for some other like for some other uh, identity like as god but you're doing through this yeah yeah so, but yeah that i've always done like theater of course i don't do that when i'm entering stage that would be stupid i would do it before the show starts but uh, improv like when i'm coming on stage also like i do it so it's that's a superstition so that's proper superstition like i if bought, you don't do it if you don't do it do you do you panic i'm i'm not not done it so <laughs> so let's say before you go perform an improv I, like there is no coke like you don't get coke at all like would you be anxious to go on stage call it coca cola please <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 we are in the art business now no no performing yeah. business so yeah coca cola so yeah. if you don't have that would you be anxious i wouldn't be anxious but i would feel like hey, something is wrong <laughs> like something i've not done like you know you know that feeling when you when you're about to leave on a vacation and you feel something you've forgotten you've forgotten to pack it it's that same feeling it's like something is not i feel like or like you know when you're going and suddenly your mom tells oh, did you switch off the gas or did you switch off the geyser it's like that <laughs> it's like yeah. that Shit, you would have done it like it's just a oh shit have i like one i listen say, to music though like i listen to sad songs uh-huh. so maybe that might uh, be my uh, like thing but maybe yeah, it's a super maybe of. what are superstitions of these like you know all these cricketers have superstitions actors we have superstitions what is what is it you've done it once it worked you think every time you do it it's going to work as simple it's, like, it's like a confidence booster that's it as simple as that like uh like sachin tendulkar said i i always wear my pad on the left like first and then my right like doesn't matter <laughs> it's just that one time he would have done it he would have hit a hundred and then he's like maybe this is why right it's this practice routine and stuff it's not superstition per se yeah hmm and uh, i think that india a lot of stand up comedians are booming now like there is you get millions of views for like putting a stand up bit on uh, the youtube so like a lot of people are gaining traction so uh, no everybody wants to be a stand up comedian like uh, if i have wanted to be a stand up comedian for a while if i wanted to be that i am pretty sure like so many people in india want it want to be a stand up comedian so do you think that uh anybody like who who follows the practice who who believes in the process can you repeat like, the question can anybody 
can anybody who believes in the process of writing a bit can be a stand up comedian like what are like what are your advice or what is your thing for someone who wants to be a stand up comedian writing i think can be done by anybody you don't have to be if you learn writing if you have that little gift of coming up with stuff writing i think you can do performance i think you need you have to be uh it has to be in you and it it can be practiced it can't that's a, again subjective thing you you can be entirely just structured but it's not going to be the same thing you have to be funny you have to be it has to be in you and it's the same you it can't just be you you need to have structure as well so it's a very subjective thing writing yes i think anybody can i think if you learn if you sit and learn sit and read if you sit and if you work if you work hard i think you can write not anybody can write if you can work hard if you are structured in your work and your ethic and you write i think you can write i think so performance i don't think so you need a blend of both i think that first and foremost you need to like performing right like i think that if even if you're not good at it or if if you're good or bad at it if you like doing like. that probably you will get better as you do like with my podcast the first episode is shit I, I like like i don't think i'm ever going to listen to my first episode so you even listen to your own episodes after edit like aren't you done with it uh the thing is uh, <laughs> i i think that i i just like skip 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 it's like i have to like i just to roll when i am talking like i just fast forward when i am talking and when the guest is talking i listen so i also put clips right so i need to have an idea of of like what to do or like how to go about it so i think that if you like it then probably if you like doing that then you'll get better at it as you do it so if you don't yeah. like it then probably there's no point in trying to do that it's like uh uh me doing this podcast right like i i am the one who's editing it i am the one who's making the clips like i like i put it on other like all the social media platforms like i monitor it i put it on so, like audio streaming platform also i have to take only the audio version and put it there so it's like there is a lot of things that i have to do but i like doing podcast like i might not like doing the other things but it's like that's the product that i have to like go it's like the thorn i have to go through to reach the rose but yeah like if if you want to be a stand up comedian do you think even though you like uh, performing or even though you like writing do you think you have to go through the thorns of like let's say writing and performing two different things right it's like doing a podcast and editing like i know these are very, very like random examples like which yeah, yeah, no it that. makes sense it's basically the joy of uh, doing what you do and the clerical work behind yeah so do you think you should like the clerical work also Oh, not necessarily but you have to go through it right i haven't like uh like i think i recently heard some director and i'm pretty sure it's tarantino but i don't want to be wrong so i'm going to say it's some director he said basically uh he like sometimes he doesn't like writing but he knows he has to write so that that direction is fun 
so it's like that it's you have to write because that you know that's going to be fun you have to edit because you know when you put it out it's going to be fun it's like you have to get through some things again improv life you have to get through some things to be like yes it's going to be fun yeah. it's like something you're looking forward to right you're all you're always looking forward to something okay like hey in four days it's the weekend like that when when you're in college it's that right when you, when you go on a monday morning of fucking same class again like okay maybe wednesday we have a let off you're you're always looking forward to things so and, and you have to get through the clerical stuff to get to the stuff that you're looking forward to but you can always like outsource your clerical work like you are enduring it right now because you are starting out but like see i feel like there is a fine balance between that like you let's say your you clerical, are i think you have to know your clerical work even if you're even if you're like huge even if you're with a huge amount of money to put it out to give it out to people i think you should know your clerical work i don't think film directors are film directors now because if they don't know editing how editing works if they don't see the movie here they can't be good good directors if uh, if the cinematographer doesn't see colors if he doesn't understand stuff he can't be simple as direction if you can't think how it's going to be played out how your screen when you're reading if you can't re- realize how it's going to play out you can't direct it you need to know editing to do it it's the same thing you uh, with writing is well. you can do stuff but will it be feasible same thing with design you can design whatever bullshit will it be feasible so you have to know stuff it's like the entrepreneur mentality kind of maybe like 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 when you're starting up right let's say you 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 have a startup and you want to start you're doing everything that doesn't mean that uh, you have to like it it's like in order to get your product yeah. to out there yeah, you have to do everything so i think that that uh, like i'm trying to justify this statement because if let's say you're enduring through engineering college for something else and you don't like the process that means that it's not good for you like i i'm i'm, I'm just trying to find the balance like right now even though i like doing podcast i don't like the process of editing i don't want to give out like a wrong message like if this is what i say to everybody that i know if you're not liking or let's say when i was when we both were studying bachelors in design when we both were studying it i was never waiting for sunday like i was actually liking going to college like like meeting people all that like it was fun but add if I, i did engineering in something i would have hated every single day of it so i think that you still have to like the process so you still have to like it but you have to endure other like things too to get that fruition like there is a silver lining between both of that yeah for sure i think that's a that's a good note to end the podcast on giving some wisdom out there words of wisdom from 2.0 year olds perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah
thank you so much vishnu for doing this thank you thank you for having me thank you i hope uh, you do more episodes you get a better you get huge guests you get you get jorgen in your uh, episode number 500 100 special jorgen <laughs> yeah, i i Th- th- thanks for saying that man i love watching you guys perform i love like whatever you guys doing with the podcast so whoever's listening you will love the stuff that the bisabelle boys are doing i leave the links to all that in the description so if you're listening to this only on audio streaming platform you can come to youtube to find the links there so or just go on instagram sankarshan joshi trip and like find find him enough yeah <laughs> Thank you're 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 you're, 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 you're uh, reaching silver jubilee very soon, no? Yeah, you're reaching silver jubilee very soon. Twenty-five is silver jubilee, Linda. Yeah. Eighteen, nineteen. I wanted to bring uh, like Sumuka back because he was my first guest. So that'll be nice if you do silver, golden, all platinum. You think if you do Sumuka? Yeah, be- but 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 let's hope he'll be down to do that. He should be free. Yeah. successful people like i mean when i say success it's like doing something with their life like like productive types so yeah i i hope you you do more man like you guys will definitely reach uh to like greater heights so thank you thank you i mean like i'm sure like i'll have you back some day if you're down with it us uh, for sure let's if you if you if you have a show coming out let's hopefully you can come Don't back have a show coming out just a uh, sunday we'll have a new podcast fun podcast and yes huge day as well so yeah cool so yes thank, thank you, you thank you sankarshan this podcast is now recorded on video as well as audio if you want to see my beautiful face you can come to youtube if you want to hear my beautiful voice you can check it out on spotify jio saavn and gana A Sankarshan Joshi trip